Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The, the, the games are over, but the game never stops. Never stops. This is College Football Overtime with Garrett Chapman and Abe Gordon. Georgia and Missouri. Huge game in, in the SEC East. Missouri had a very, albeit an outside chance, to win the SEC East and represent the conference in the SEC championship game for the third time since it joined the conference back in 2012. But it would have to go through Georgia to do that. And Georgia really flexed its muscles in this game. This was a game where I don't think they played their best football, you know. But at the end of the day, they were able to power through and do what they needed to do. Carson Beck in particular was somebody who I was looking at to have a big game today or on Saturday. 21 of 32, 254 yards, two touchdowns. He was get they had Missouri actually got some good pressure on him throughout the day. They had three sacks. They they kind of made him uncomfortable, but look, they did what they needed to do on offense. And and the defense, I would say, really stole the day. Luther Burden came in flying high. He was one of the top players in all of college football. He'd been kind of stumbling recently um, over his last three weeks or so, especially that game against Kentucky where he was held to two receptions. He had that huge first drive where he accumulates 50 yards, a touchdown, and on three on three receptions, but then was held catchless for the rest of the game. So huge credit to Georgia for, for what they were able to do in this game. A really good Missouri team who I think looked really tough and up to the challenge, who I think is also going to be a really tough matchup for Tennessee next week. Yeah, I tend to agree <laughs> with you. That was kind of my takeaway was, was maybe Missouri was a little bit better um and not that, that people weren't counting them in, mm-hmm. in this game but th- this kind of just did solidify the fact that they were deserving of their top 15 ranking coming mm-hmm. into this game and, and as you mentioned Luther Burden he has the early start uh he does get banged up I don't know how much that would have played uh into him being limited uh the rest of the way I looked like maybe an ankle or something that was bothering him and he had to leave for a little bit and you do kind of wish he had been full health but obviously Look, injuries are part of the game. Georgia's not full health. Uh, we know that. Um, but this was an, an interesting uh, game for me to watch. It was a situation, I think Kirby Smart addressed it post-game. Th- this is not a Georgia team that is going to come out and steamroll. And, mm. and this is their comfort level. They've been in a number of close games, a number of close situations. It's good that they're comfortable in that type of affair. And they certainly are. Uh, th- th- this was not, as you mentioned, not their best effort, um, but it was relatively complete. Um, it, you got some from the offense. You got some from the defense, uh, obviously uh, a long field goal there a- as well. So th- this was a-, a game where they did not make a huge statement like I thought they would, like you thought they would. Yeah. They did not. They weren't super overly impressive. We'll get to how we think this game impacts the college football playoff rankings a little bit later, but um, for me, this was just a good, solid win for Georgia. Carson Beck, as you mentioned, has become a very steadying uh, force for this offense. And um, yeah, it's just, it's tough to criticize Georgia because they're not doing what they've done the past two years. I think that's wildly unfair to thrust upon them. 
This is a Georgia team that went out there Saturday and beat a very good Missouri team. That's where this game was. This is a very good team, and Georgia had a comfortable time with them. They didn't blow them out the water, um, but at no point was I feeling in this game like, well, I don't know if they're going to pull out uh, in this one. I, it, mm-hmm. it didn't feel that way. It felt like they were in control the whole way through, and that's just kind of what you have to get used to with Georgia football this year. Yeah, they're a boa constrictor. Like they're one of those teams that's just gonna just make you earn it down the stretch. And and really, that's what they they've, they've asked teams to force teams to do. And look, and if you're Missouri, you can't throw two interceptions. Brady Cook right. was largely pretty effective in this game uh, at 212 yards in the touchdown, 14, but he was sub sub 50 percent passing, uh, 14 of 30 in that regard, and had the two interceptions. Nazir Stackhouse. I mean, look, that's an unacceptable interception if you're Missouri just in general I mean that unfortunately for them uh, there was a penalty that knocked him back to the 20 or 30 yard line and kind of negated that drive Nazir Stackhouse returns that interception that was like a sneak pass or something like that to a tight end I don't really know what was trying what they were trying to do but you threw it right into the gut of a 300 pounder and then he proceeds to run the ball down to the five yard line I mean he was rumbling and stumbling all the way down there but uh, that was an unacceptable thing. And look, if, if you're going to beat this Georgia team, you cannot do it by making mistakes. It's just not going to happen because this team is too well coached. It's too sound in it's, in it's what it does. Um, just, it does the little things right, you know, and they were talking about this specifically on the broadcast that they, this is not a penalized team. They were, Oh my God, they're going crazy. Like there have so many penalties today. And I, and I, I remember thinking back and like looking at the, the actual totals for what they had like penalty wise. They had five penalties for 55 yards. And that still felt like a lot because Georgia doesn't beat itself generally. Carson Beck, Mr. Efficiency, even if he was hounded and harassed all game, doesn't throw the interceptions, doesn't make the bad decision. He he just plays effective football. On offense, they don't put the ball on the ground. They don't throw interceptions. On defense, they'll take the ball away and do the little things right. And Missouri just isn't a, a talented enough team to get away with that. But one thing I will say specifically for Missouri is they got the rushing attack working in this game. Cody Schrader. I mean, I I had on a rundown on college football game time that debuts every single Saturday morning, eight o'clock to noon. You can catch it on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcast or just tune in live. We love that too. But um, Cody Schrader, he in first halves of game of of games, he averages something in the likes of four yards per carry in the second half. It goes up to six and a half yards per carry. Um, I didn't think that that was going to continue in this game. Georgia, of course, is just a, a, a tough team to run the football against just in general. I mean, especially if you're looking at a running back who's trying to make that happen. Uh, but Cody Schrader, man, he he had a great game. I thought he was he gave them the best chance to win, and I was not expecting that on Saturday. Yeah, I, I think once you saw that mm-hmm. Luther Burden wasn't going to have the impact that they probably needed him to have in this game if they were going to win it, them being Missouri, uh, they, they had to go elsewhere. And, and, and you're right, they rode the back of Schrader. The thing that's gotten interesting to me in regards to this Georgia team, and, and I know you've asked this question to me before, what's the path to beating them? And, mm-hmm. and, and uh, another potential answer came to me while watching this game is, you need to get this Georgia team desperate in the second half. And it doesn't feel like they have been. Um, Maybe, you know, earlier against Auburn or or South Carolina when you're down double digits. But even then, it didn't feel like they were desperate. It felt comfortable and calm and in control. 
Yeah. Uh, I think you need to have them so out of sorts that they get desperate, uh, especially on offense. To to me, that's that's where you need them to be. And and look, with all due respect to Missouri, twenty one points is not beating this Georgia team. Probably not. Probably not. But you know, one team that is coming to town into uh, next week, the Rebels, Ole Miss Rebels. That's a uh, that's an offense that we're going to be talking about here in just a second. Uh, they'll they'll need a win against that Rebel squad, and then they'll lock up the SEC East. Of course, this game goes a long way in doing that. Uh, Missouri and Tennessee, they'll need a little bit of help if they want to represent the SEC East. It's likely going to be Georgia just based off of this result, but yeah. Georgia still has to play Ole Miss. Georgia still has to go on the road to Knoxville and play Tennessee, and both of them, they Missouri and Tennessee play that week or next week in a likely elimination game. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. That's going to be a really good one that we're going to discuss here on Thursday morning, right here on College Football Overtime. So make sure you tune in on Thursday to get all of that analysis.